Welcome to episode 79 of the Mayberry Devotional, entitled, Tacos Fall Apart and We Still Love Them. Today I'll be looking at season 3, episode 12 of the Andy Griffith Show, The Bank Job, and I'll be using scripture from Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. I want to start off with a response to a comment I got after last week's episode, and really it's just to give an introduction or a brief introduction of the podcast. I'm going through each episode of the Andy Griffith Show and just pulling an illustration from that episode to look at. From the illustration of the episode, I pull scripture from the Bible and I relate how the episode relates to the scripture and how also the scripture relates to our life. And I try to pull it all in together. I think most people who've listened to the podcast a while realize this, but I just wanted to throw it out there for anyone who's new to the podcast and haven't listened before. So let's start off today's episode as we see Andy coming in the courthouse and Barney's reading about a crime wave that's reported in Marshall County in the paper. Barney then starts to explain to Andy why Mayberry might be the next place it's going to be hit with this major crime wave. Much of the trouble, as Barney explains, well, it deals with apathy. Andy then starts noticing that Barney's getting real serious about his job, and he comes to figure out it's because Barney went and saw a Glenn Ford movie the night before. As Andy leaves to go do some work around town, Barney strolls around, and he stops in the bank, and he notices the lack of security there. Barney wakes up Asa to do a security check on the bank and finds that the bank really fails miserably as we see Asa's gun fall apart and, well, Asa's bullets, they've turned green. As Andy stops by, Barney explains the bank's problems and Andy tries to calm Barney down. Barney makes such a scene that the bank manager comes out and when Barney gives him a complete rundown of the security problems, well, the bank manager, he thinks that Barney's doing an imitation of Glenn Ford. Barney then leaves, and while he and Andy are driving through town later, Andy drops him off at one of the ladies of the town at her house to bring in her laundry. While bringing in the laundry, Leon stops by, and he's eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And while Barney's talking to him, Barney gets an idea. In the next scene, we see Barney coming into the bank, dressed as a woman, pretending to be the cleaning lady. When the bank manager comes out and figures out that it's just Barney in disguise, He startles Barney, and he stumbles into the safe and locks himself in. Andy and Gomer come over, and we see Gomer using a torch to try to cut open the safe, as we end up seeing Barney breaking out through a wall in the beauty shop to end up getting out of the vault. As Barney re-enters the bank, he startles everyone by showing up, and explains how he'd done it so he could show them how insecure the bank is. One of the customers at the bank who oversees everything leaves and Well, we find out that he and his partner, they make a plan to rob the bank. In the next scene, we see the bank manager open up the bank the next day when one of the robbers comes in after him and he pulls a gun on him. Harriet, who's the bank teller, thinks it's Barney and she goes to report it to Andy. We also see Asa come in and he gets taken prisoner by the bank robber, followed by Andy and Harriet. Through all the action Barney has seen finally walking across the street on the sidewalk and everybody figures out that the masked robber really isn't Barney after all. During all the excitement, the robber ends up with Asa's gun and Asa makes a break away from the robber. He pulls the trigger on Asa's gun and it falls apart. This gives Andy the opportunity to seize one robber and he goes outside. We see that Barney is writing a ticket to the other robber for illegally parking and of course later for bank robbery, which gets added to the list. In the epilogue, we see Andy reading the newspaper that reports of the bank robbery being stopped by Andy and Barney. The scene pans out as we see that Barney has given the newspaper publisher a hard time because the paper has reported that Barney's last name is, in fact, 
reported as Fike. We then see Asa come in. He's showing Barney his gun and how he's got it fixed and how he's cleaned up his bullets. As Andy and Barney are talking and looking over the bullets, Asa gets questioned by Andy about who's watching the bank. Asa then realizes that he's supposed to be and he rushes over to the bank and forgets his gun. As Barney picks it up to take it to him, he drops it and it falls apart again. The scripture I want to look at today comes from Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. In Matthew's recording of Jesus' ministry, prior to this, we see Jesus has called his disciples. He's healed many people, and he's taught some wonderful lessons. In this chapter, we see that Jesus answers questions about people have concerning John the Baptist, and we see him speak woe to the cities that do not repent of their sin. This chapter finishes up with Jesus talking about the rest that his followers could find through him. For the Pharisees, who would soon be looking to kill Jesus, their philosophy was a do philosophy. The Pharisees would say, you need to do this work to be saved. You need to do this work to have peace. You need to do this work to find forgiveness. Jesus told his followers that the first step was that they needed to come unto him, and he would give them rest. In the next few verses, Jesus says that his yoke is easy. The people that Jesus spoke to would understand the idea that a yoke was something that was used on an ox that they would be used to work with. I read that one ox could pull as much as 10,000 pounds, but two oxen together could pull as much as 30,000 pounds. I found it on the internet, so you know I'm pretty sure that it is true. Plus, you know, it really fits my illustration well. The stronger ox would become the lead, and he would help the other one to become stronger. Now, you might be wondering how I'm going to relate this to the bank job episode. And with the title of my episode, it might be a little bit tricky to figure out. But I want you to think about Ace's gun. What happened to Ace's gun? It kept falling apart. Now, I'm sure that when Ace got his gun in the first place, it was in great shape and it never fell apart. Even Andy remembers seeing Ace's gun when he was a young boy and talks about it with delight. But as the years go on, it's apparent that Ace didn't take care of his gun. It falls apart easily, and we see that his bullets are green. Even at the end of the episode, when Ace has spent some time cleaning his bullets and working on getting his gun back together, we see that it falls apart again once it's dropped on the floor. How many times do we feel like that in our lives? Maybe you feel shiny and you think you're ready for anything, but you take one bump or you stumble once and your life falls apart. I'm sure we all have, and if you haven't, well, I'd just like to advise you to watch carefully because it might just be right right around the corner and your time hasn't come. It might be a a sudden fall or it might be something that gradually happens. The family of Joseph in the book of Genesis, they were in a good place with Pharaoh at the end of the book, but 400 years later, in the beginning of the book of Exodus, their lives were falling apart. King David thought that he had everything going for him. Then he became lazy, killed a man, stole his wife, And we see later that David's life would soon start falling apart as one of his own children died and another one of his sons, well, he tried to kill him. Peter was one of the three main disciples under Jesus and he was ready to die with him, he told him. But his life, it fell apart when he denied Christ, just as it was predicted. The Bible is full of other examples of those whose lives fell apart, but instead of giving up, they continued to follow Christ. They came back to Christ when they needed rest and when they needed comfort and peace. If you put a weaker ox with a stronger one in a yoke, the weaker one will become stronger. 
When we yoke ourselves together with Christ and we walk with him closer, like the weaker ox walks with the stronger one, we will grow and get stronger in our relationship with Christ. I know there's been times in my life that I feel like Ace's gun and I've fallen apart. And possibly it's because that I wasn't where I needed to be in my relationship with Christ. Now, I'm not saying we're never going to stumble, and I'm not saying that we're never going to fall apart again, but you'll find that when you do, it'll be much easier to recover from than before. The important thing is to recognize that we do fall apart, that we need to get back up. We need to get yoked together with Christ again so that he can make us stronger. The Israelites fell apart many times. David fell apart, and even Peter fell apart. But God still loved them all, and they got back to where they needed to be. Remember, it's okay to fall apart. Tacos fall apart, and we still love them. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. I hope you'll join me next week as we'll be looking at Season 3, Episode 14, One Punch Opie. Until then, thanks for listening.